The Spur of the Moment podcast is proudly presented by Shane Daigie, Realtor of Always Here Properties. Selling your home, buying your home, first-time buyers, investors, and seasoned home buyers. Call or text 512-540-1626, and I'll be glad to help with all of your real estate needs. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Spur of the Moment podcast. I'm your host, Shane Daigie. And I'm your co-host, Drew Daigie. Welcome to episode 157, and we are back. We are back, coming straight from the Simonator Studios in the heart of Texas. And we had to watch some rookie go ahead and dominate this game. Drew, what were your thoughts about what you saw in our first preseason game with that short rookie that we had? (laughs) Right out the gates. I love what I saw. I love what I saw. I didn't expect this game to be the the best game, but I I saw his moves, crossing over people, um, and ones. He had a couple of those. Just a great night for Wimbenyama with 20 points and his passing skills. I know he didn't have much assist, but still, he was making some great passes. What were your thoughts on Wimby's performance? What a great intro. I wasn't expecting what we got. That was uh, pretty wonderful, next-level stuff. You know, we go back to our summer league, and I know we talked about just all the expectations of him in the summer league. And that first game wasn't uh, didn't look comfortable, wasn't fluid, took a lot of hate from everyone. Second, second one was so much better. To me, in my opinion, after watching that, he looked a lot more comfortable with his teammates and just in the game flow. But the play that stood out to me most for Webinyama that just made my jaw drop to the floor was the one across the lane when the Thunder drilled dribbled in, and he kind of swiped with one hand, and then one of his teammates picked up the ball and passed it on the other side of the court, and he's already down there. And my jaw just dropped. I was like, oh, my gosh. the just Not just the steal, not just the hustle, but the presence to get that steal, take the passing lane on the right side of the court, which you've taught in fast breaks, just to spread the floor, and then to completely outrun Everyone, which I know his one of his steps is like 18 of any other guy's steps. But uh, really impressive showing for Webb and Yama. I know we came up on the short end. It's a preseason game. Who cares? We were just caring about guys getting minutes, guys establishing their connections and uh, developing as we go. And that was the first and our first spur of the moment podcast in a long, long time. Since July 9th. Yeah. So one of the things that Drew and I have stood true on is that we're not just going to talk about rumor mill or just make content up just to do it. All of ours are game uh, production, draft production, stuff like that. So we're not going to waste a whole lot of time on unnecessary stuff. We're going to talk about the meat and potatoes of your San Antonio Spurs. And this was a good start. I liked what I saw from the from the Spurs. Obviously, we were missing uh, Jeremy Sohan and Keldon Johnson. Um, so those are two big-time key components that will be there. But uh, – Let's talk about what else that you liked and saw besides Webb and Yama, because we'll obviously get back to him multiple multiple times this year. Yeah, so there was some things that I liked, and there were some things that I didn't like. I really liked Malachi Branham's performance tonight. Did you like it? Yeah, he was it shot was, really well. Yeah, it was a great performance. He's smooth. And Doug McDermott and Seti Austin both coming off the bench, lighting up some firepower, and I really liked those performances. But I would like to see the guards throw it up a bit higher to Wimby, don't you think? Yeah, there were some alley-oops missed, and that's just getting covered. Now, let's just put it this way. Not many players 
have experience throwing it up to a seven three and a half guy and yeah. just that wingspan and length. So that's going to take some work, but I think in time it will come and we'll see some more of that as the season develops. Yep. Um, for me, the thing that stood out, I really like some guys that we came off the bench. I know it's preseason, so you're going to get a lot of a lot of minutes here and there. But uh, some guys that stood out to me that I really liked was uh, Serge Barry Rice in, in limited minutes did really well, in my opinion. I also liked what I saw out of uh, Charles Bassey and uh, Chetty Osman was was really good. I, I I like him off the bench. He really showed out in that silver and black scrimmage that was uh, thirteen thousand plus in attendance for a scrimmage. So that was cool. And uh, I thought uh, Sandro Mamu Kelisvili was going to get more minutes, but he really didn't. Uh, Don Barlow, kind of the same deal. I think he's going to be a two-way player a lot of time in Austin this year. Um, but there was there were a lot of good things, and you know we didn't really get to see a, a whole lot out of Devin Vassell, but you saw some things here and there, mm-hmm. some catch and shoot threes, yeah. and uh, just that's kind Three of three steals. Yeah, so. yeah, and that's his game. I mean, defense, and which is why he got a five year, one hundred forty six million dollar contract. Wow, just yeah. a few weeks ago, so that's big for us. Let's get to our top two, bottom two. Drew, who were your top two from this preseason game? Yeah, so my number one on the top two list comes to no surprise. I'm going to go with Victor Wibinyama on this one. He had 20 points, one block, two steals, highlight plays all around, five rebounds. He shot eight of 13 for the field, knocked down two threes out of five attempts. Both threes were amazing, pulling up. In only 19 minutes. Didn't play much in the second half, but that first half was amazing. He makes my number one on the top two. My second on the top two is going to be Malachi Branham. I really liked what I saw. He had 15 points. He chipped in a steal and a block. And he shot six of eight from the field, knocking down both of the three-pointers that he took in 20 minutes. Those are my two top two. Who do you got? Yeah, so number one, I had uh, Vic also, I, I think. We've talked about it a lot, but I mean that that layup where he double pumped and this left, left hand, hand yeah, went in there. The putback that just not many other humans can do, where he rebounded and put it back. Uh, it, I'm, it was there's a lot to like here, and I think there's going to be a lot of fun, entertaining games for Spurs fans this year, and a lot of nationally broadcast games. This Eighteen, year. eighteen of them. My number two was a guy off the bench. I talked about the bench guys a little bit earlier, but I really like Charles Bassey's game. I, he's a big energy guy coming off the bench, but he ended up with 12 rebounds in just 16 minutes, and uh, that was really impressive for me. The other thing that really impressed me, he had two blocks also, which is something that he does, but four assists. He was really doing good things passing the ball and uh, just chipped in with six points as well on three or five shooting, but I thought that was a really strong outing in just 16 minutes for Bassey, and I think He's a big, energetic spark plug off the bench for us, so that's why he made my number two on my top two. All right, let's get to our bottom two. Drew, what you got? Yeah, for my number one on the bottom two list, I went with Julian Champagne on this one. I bet a lot of us expected him to go off. I know you did. That was your prediction before the game, but he did not. He only had three points, shooting one of five from the field and one of four from three-point land in 23 minutes. Just a rough game for him. We saw in the summer league what he could do. I'm not worried about that. So he's number one on my bottom two list. Number two on my bottom two list is going to be Devontae Graham. He had six points. Just struggled for the field. He he shot seven threes, only made two of them. So not terrible, but he's my number two on the bottom two. Yeah, so my number one was uh, Blake Wesley. 
And um, you've probably heard this before last year, but I, I just think Blake Wesley's uh, got a long way to go before he's a real solid NBA player. He's super fast. I mean, I'm not taking that away from him. My problem is he puts himself, because of that speed, into too many awkward situations, not finishing, not completing some plays. And uh, I, I just thought there was one layup that he missed and one that he overran. And then it just – oh, He ruined a highlight play. Yeah. That wouldn't be passed. Yes. And so, I, I don't know. I'm just – he was my number one. And Blake Wesley, I think, belongs in San Antonio, in my opinion. I mean, uh, you mean Austin? I mean, sorry, Austin. Thank you for the correction. Drew had my back on that one. We're also in preseason. We're gonna, yeah, we're, gonna we get there. we're rusty. Yeah, but uh, my number two was Dom, Dominic Barlow. Um, he ended up 0 of three from the field. He also had a, a couple boards, but uh, you know, I, I don't. Ex- I also expect Dom Barlow to play a lot in Austin, but he's going to play his as a two-way contract guy. He's going to get some games with us, and I just expect a little more out of him. Um, he ended up with uh, only two boards, but zero points on 0-3 shooting, and that's why he was my number two in my bottom two. All right, we're going to get to the segment of our show called The Question of the Day. You can always text your questions to 512-540-1626, and we'll try to get them on uh, on the episode. Tonight's question comes from Ryan in Memphis, Texas. Ryan's question was, why did we cut Reggie Bullock and campaign? And I'm going to turn that over to Drew, and I'll kind of follow up after that. Yeah, so I was surprised by one of them, Reggie Bullock. I did not expect him to be cut. I thought he liked it over in San Antonio. But the contract was a little bit too much, and um, he have more to add on that later. But, yeah, that's my thoughts on Reggie Bullock. And Cameron Payne, I don't think he was just the right fit for the Spurs. Um, he's a good player, a great passer. He's a good sixth man on a championship team. But I don't know about him fitting with the Spurs. What are your thoughts on those two? Do you know where uh, campaign ended up signing? Do you remember? Was it Milwaukee? I'm not sure. I think campaigns in Milwaukee, but I know Reggie Bullock went up Interstate 10 to the Houston Rockets. And in my opinion, I thought Bullock, I believe he's 32 years old, which it's, it's nice where you can have some seasoned veterans, which for me is Doug McDermott. And uh, so I think Reggie Bullock uh, just just didn't really have a place, and he's going to take some minutes from a guy like Malachi Branham, who needs those minutes off the bench for us to develop. Because make no mistake about it, this Spurs team, Yes, it's it's going to be, I think, improved from last year, but it's still not the top of the mountain. And so we've got to develop and grow this season, and, and we're going to try to compete and probably will compete a little bit better, but it's still we, we've got to develop and move forward in this uh, in, in us getting to championship form with some players that, that can and will, I think, in the next probably three to four years. Um you know, campaign. I don't know. He's he's a polarizing guy, and the fact that uh, he's he's kind of out there a little bit. He cares. Campaign cares a lot about campaign. Yeah, LeBron and, James. You heard what he said to him uh, a few years uh, back. Yeah, told him to be humble. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so I, I don't know. I just don't know if that's his first culture fit. When we also have a lot of good culture guys for somebody that's kind of a showboat. So mm-hmm. uh, he, can, he can go in Milwaukee with Dame and Giannis and probably compete for a championship as a guy off the bench, but just wasn't a good fit for the Spurs. And, and I'm okay with that. I'd, I'd rather give those minutes. You know, for your veteran guys, you're going to have a McDermott and a Chetty Osmond and a Mamu Kellisvili and a Devontae Graham. So you've got some veterans on the bench. Uh, that's just, that was probably one more than we needed or yeah. two more than we needed. So that's our uh, question of the day. We'll do that every episode. So feel free to text your questions uh, into us. 
And usually on the uh, regular season, we don't do it in preseason, but we'll do it this day in Spurs history where we kind of recap a past game uh, from Spurs lore and just kind of highlight some of our players from yesteryear. So that'll be on our regular season uh, episode. Yep. Now we're going to preview the upcoming game. That's another preseason game where the Miami Heat and Eric Spolstra, Jimmy Butler with his Karen haircut, coming to San Antonio yeah. to play the Spurs. And Drew, what is your thoughts on the uh, Miami Heat squad as they come and uh, battle our Spurs? Yeah, Miami Heat, um, a great team. I'm sure they really wanted Dame. Um, Jimmy Butler really wanted Dame, but they did not get him as he went to the Bucks. But this Miami Heat team is going to have another fantastic year. As we know, they made the finals. They lost in five games, though. But they're returning most of their um, players. They have Tyler Hero, Kyle Lowry, Bam Adebayo, Ty- Kevin Love, and Jimmy Butler. Um, I'm not sure if Jimmy Butler is going to play in this matchup because he did not play against the Hornets. But it'll still be a fun game to watch on TNT. So tune into that on your national um, television. But, um, yeah. The Heat, great team. What are your thoughts on the Heat? Yeah, I think, well, Tyler Harrell was an interesting – he had an interesting offseason because, if I'm not mistaken, he was the trade trade bait to get – He was rumored to go to the Spurs at one point. Yeah, well, I wasn't buying Next. that one. But I thought he was – Tyler Harrell was mentioned in a lot of trades. A lot. And so, for him, but his last preseason game, he went off for 22 points. So, it doesn't look like it affected him way too much. The other thing about the Heat that I find uh, really interesting is they, they've got some guys that uh, former Spurs here. We've got uh, Josh Richardson, who started in that preseason game for him, who was with us last year. And they also have Duncan Robinson, who's also uh, the namesake of two former Spurs. He yeah, wasn't with the Spurs. Yeah. He's been rumored to go to him forever just because of his name, but uh, uh, he, he, he's never going to be with us. But he was actually 0 of 6 from three point land. Yeah, that's uh, crazy. Which he's a big time three point shooter for them. And uh, Bam Adebayo is big in the post, but he's not 7 3 and a half big. So but he's a good defender. That'll be an watch interesting battle to watch on uh, Friday night. So that's our uh, preview of the upcoming game. Now, Drew, who's your player to go off in this preseason game on Friday? Yeah, for my player to go off, I'm going to go with Mr. Trey Jones. I think he'll have a couple dimes, give you 15 points from him. And he had a great offseason. I saw him working out. Every spur was had a pretty good offseason. So, Trey Jones is my player to go off. Who do you got? I've got Devin Vassell. And I think that first game, he did a couple things defensively, but overall offensively, his stroke wasn't there. And I've noticed over the years with Devin Vassell, one of the things is as his he gets more reps and more game experience, his shot gets better, his game flow gets better, and I know his pocketbook's a lot better now. So so hopefully Devin Vassell gives us a bounce-back performance. I don't really expect any starter to go more than 20 minutes max in this preseason game. I, in fact, in any of them, I, I'm not sure if – how Pop's going to handle it or if he's going to get more experience or dial back. But it'll be interesting to watch and see how that how that moves on for your San Antonio Spurs. All right, that brings us to the end of this episode of the Spur of the Moment podcast. Drew, do you have anything else to add? No, I think this was a great episode. We're finally back, and we will be making lots of episodes this year. Stay tuned. Stay tuned, yeah. And if you don't know, we give episodes the, the day or the day after of every single game, recapping it. I know we've had great viewership or listenership from uh, from our fans, and 
it really spiked up as uh, as well. Yeah, the, yeah, was was drafted, but uh, we're going to be here every game. We we go without fail. Eighty-two and, episodes. Yep, yep. We'll try our best. Eighty-two, because we're sitting right now at one fifty-seven overall, and uh, that's been for what about almost two seasons. Yeah, and uh, we we are really committed to this, and we try to bring the content to you guys every time. So thanks again for joining us. We'll be here every night for this exciting 2023-2024 season. That brings us to the end of this episode. Drew, would you take us home, please? Yes, thank you, everybody, for listening. And as always, go Spurs, go!